After working for more than 10 years to reach this very date, the Census Bureau launches the main part of its decennial count just as Americans hunker down and isolate themselves. Joining me with some of the implications, the Bureau's Public Information Chief, Michael Cook. Mr. Cook, good to have you on. Thank you. Thanks for having me on your show. Could this coronavirus thing have hit at a worse time for the Census Bureau? Well, you know, the 2020 Census is very resilient in the sense that for the first time ever, um, everybody has three options or three ways to respond, either on phone, by mail, or online. Currently, invitations are hitting mailboxes, and we officially have 6.5 million people who have responded online so far. So we're happy that um, we're able to um, have this opportunity to let people know that it's easy, it's safe, it's important, and if you respond yourself, you can do that without coming into contact with any census takers. Sure, and uh, that's good news. I'm looking forward to Friday because I got my Medicare card last Friday, so maybe I'll get my census mail this Friday. It'll be two in a row from the federal government. But let me ask about enumerators because those that don't respond or can't or whatever by the Internet will be, in theory, touched by an enumerator. How has that hiring gone, and do you have yet all the enumerators that the Census Bureau thinks it'll need? We have reached our target of recruiting 2.7 million applicants for those uh, numerators or census takers who will be um, conducting non-response follow-up operations later this spring. Um, We're carefully monitoring uh, the situation and working with the national, state, and local health authorities uh, to ensure that um, all of our field operations is taking into account the safety um, and the health of our employees, but as well the public. We have adapted some of our field operations to ensure um, social distancing, as well as postponing or changing some op- operations currently, which are focused on, on large groups. And of those 2.7 million, those will be winnowed down, I guess, at some point to the numbers that you'll actually need? We estimate that uh, we need or may need up to 500,000 uh, census takers um, to conduct our non-response follow-up option operation. And of course, you've got a geographical requirement as well as a sheer number requirement. Do you feel like the places that will be covered as well as the total number of enumerators. It's very, very important that we conduct the, the, the count precisely where we count everybody once, only once in the right place, because the count does reflect um, the apportionment of seats in the House of Congress. Um, we are pleased with the applicant pool that we currently have, and we are going through the process now of vetting those applicants and working towards hiring people to conduct those field operations. And with respect to the people that will do the door-to-door, what types of measures you mentioned that you are taking into account the need for social distancing, a grim phrase, if there ever was one, what would they do differently than they would have done had this not happened? As we hire these individuals, we're moving our employee training to online versus in-class training uh, to ensure that social distancing. Um, We're also taking some steps when it comes to um, our field work. So, for example, um, census takers that drop off census invitations in specific areas um, that don't receive their mail um, at a physical address, we're asking them to ring the doorbell um, and then leave those packets behind. Um, We have 
have a contingency plan in place, um, $2 billion, which enables us to create additional mailers and additional questionnaires to send that information directly to those areas that have been impacted to help and ensure an accurate and complete count. Um, the thousands of partners that have stood up and our the trusted voices in communities are invaluable for us to get that word out to those communities that it is important and that it's easy and safe to respond to the 2020 census. We're speaking with Michael Cook. He's chief of the Public Information Office at the Census Bureau. And in the census interactions with those community groups, which is pretty crucial, has that altered because of the virus situation? Do you maybe telecommunicate with them as opposed to having local meetings? Our field staff who uh, have had local meetings in the past, um, they have um, pivoted a little bit and they're conducting uh, those communications via teleconference um, and virtual uh, communications. Um, We're also looking at and adjusting our operations um, for the 2020 census count to ensure an accurate count as well. All right. And uh, I guess census backing up a little bit, you've actually been at this since January. I mean, the very first count took place up in Alaska and there was a process of canvassing of addresses came in ahead of schedule and under budget, which I think was an early big success for census. How did that happen? This decade, uh, conducting the census um, not only has found, uh, we have found efficiencies in our operations by using technology, but specifically uh, creating a master address file. In decades past, we had to have individuals walk the streets of the country uh, to create that address listing. Um, We actually were able to save money and have efficiencies by conducting in-office address canvassing. So there were data sources that you could use that had already done the canvassing. Before we count, we have to know where people live. So back um, in 2018, um, we conducted our in-office address canvassing operation, which allowed us to verify 65% of addresses in the office using satellite imagery. This allowed us to have an operational savings um, as we count and build that address list to get a complete and accurate count. Are bureau employees mostly teleworking now? Our field staff typically works from home um, and or our field offices, and those operations are continuing uh, to happen and to occur. Um, We are, though, listening and following the guidance from national, state, and local public health officials to ensure that the safety uh, and the health of the public, but also our staff, is taken into consideration as we continue to conduct the 2020 census. Michael Cook is the Chief of the Public Information Office at the Census Bureau. Thanks so much for joining me. Thanks for having me, and I encourage everybody to go to 2020census.gov for more information. We'll post this interview at federalnewsnetwork.com slash Federal Drive. Subscribe to the Federal Drive at Apple Podcasts or Podcast One. This episode is brought to you by Zelle. Whenever you're sending money through an app or online, it's important to do it safely. Here are a few helpful tips. First, always make sure you know and trust the person you're sending money to. Second, confirm you have entered their contact details correctly. And finally, if you don't trust the person or your recipient is rushing you to send money right away, think twice before sending money through an app or online. Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit livexlive.com slash podcast one to learn more and start your free trial.